Hello, I'm Jeff. My wife and I host Message of Hope. Message of Hope wants to be your weekly inspirational, motivational, and non-judgmental friend to help you through your week as we share Bible truth and life experiences to let you know you're not alone. Let's join Sandra to see what Message of Hope she has today. Hey, I'm Sandra and your host. In today's episode, you will be encouraged to hold on in times of darkness, despair, and helplessness as we look at the bigger picture down the road and our sunny days on the horizon. For example, a friend of mine shared about a day that he was going somewhere and he was driving on the interstate when a huge storm came through that area and it became so dark he couldn't see to drive. The rain was pouring, making visibility almost non-existent, and hail was falling too. So everyone on the interstate, himself included, pulled off the side of the road, waiting for the storm to pass. As he sat there in some measure of fear and waiting for the storm to pass, he began to think, I can either sit here and let this keep pounding my car, just hunker down until it passes, Or, as soon as there's the smallest break, I could drive forward and eventually get out from under this cloud. So, that is what he did. And you know what? In less than a mile up the road, he was in total dryness and sunshine and proceeded on to his destination on time. And you know, I got to thinking, we're that way in our lives too, aren't we? We encounter uncomfortable life situations or circumstances. And so many times, we hunker down and let our enemy, the devil, keep just pelting that hail on us. Just keep beating us up with fear, with guilt, with regret, hopelessness, helplessness. We feel we either deserve it because of something we've done, or someone else brought this fear and storm upon us, and we don't know what to do to make the darkness and this storm go away and leave us alone. Personally, I'm a peace lover, and my guts get on fire when things happen to disrupt my day. No one likes to be uncomfortable or to have bad things happen or to feel fear or regret or have challenges. We just want everything to be easy and for nothing to interrupt our plans, right? But I'm here to share with you that in the last few months, God has really been showing me that we can't have one without the other. As I looked in Romans 7, 7 and 8, it says, What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, if it had not been for the law, I would not have recognized sin. For I would not have known, for example, about coveting what belongs to another and would have had no sense of guilt if the law had not repeatedly said, You shall not covet. But sin, finding an opportunity through the commandment to express itself, produced in me every kind of coveting and selfish desire. For without the law, sin is dead, and the recognition of sin is inactive. So that means we can't know what sin is if we don't know what God's law, His Torah, the first five books of the Bible, says, and what they tell us concerning it. It takes the law for you to know what to do and what not to do in our daily lives. You know, if we don't ever have any rain, how could we possibly appreciate the sunshine? No, we would take it for granted and wouldn't appreciate it. 
How can I ever love peace so much if I don't know what it feels like to be in conflict and have upsets in my life? God tried to give us a beautiful, peaceful garden to live our lives in in the beginning with Adam and Eve, and they originally had no recognition of sin because it was inactive in their lives at first. But they wanted more, and we do that too, right? We desire to have it, to know it all. So we choose sin, and as a result, we have brought the darkness upon ourselves way back even at the beginning. But our God in His mercy, He remains with us and helps us through times of darkness and despair and the storms in our life if we keep moving forward in faith towards our destination in the same way as my friend did on the interstate that day. I'm learning that if I hadn't had the storms in my life, the dark times, then not only would I not appreciate the peaceful times now, but I also wouldn't have learned many good life lessons either. It takes going through some bad things to understand how it feels, so that you know what to say and do to stay focused for the next time something happens, or in order to know how to relate to others to help them when they struggle. Because really, that's what we're supposed to be doing anyway, you know? Helping others? Also, I've learned that God has to work with each person where they are. Some of us are more hard-headed and stubborn than others, or we don't listen when He tries to guide us, and so we keep circling that big mountain of our troubles over and over. But you see, if I had never gone through any bad times, any of those deserts in my life, circling what seemed to be the insurmountable mountains and learned the lessons through it in order to move past them into my happy place, then I'd never know how to move past them into my happy place when they strike again, or how to advance myself onto that path I'm supposed to be on to get further down the road into the sunshine. It takes some of us longer to learn these lessons than others, and even though you may not be the one causing the stress in your life, it could be a family member or a friend. Try to stay focused on God's promises in His Word because He is not a liar and the Bible tells us in Isaiah 55, 11, So will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void, useless, or without result, without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. For example, yes, I made mistakes with my family like everyone does, but for the most part, I was a decent mom and had nothing to do with them making their own decisions to do drugs and get in trouble. That was a choice made on their own. But because I'm a mother and I love them, I had to go through those dark times right along beside them. Many times I wondered, what had I done? The devil tried to keep me worried, in fear, hunkered down, and afraid to move, you know, sitting on the side of that interstate while he pelted golf ball-sized hell at me. But I found me a scripture. I found me a hope. I got me something to stand on in God's word, because as we read in Isaiah, his word is not useless. His word gets results, and his word will accomplish what he desired. And that scripture was Proverbs 22, 6, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. That scripture gave me great peace, and it gave me and my child a hope for the future 
and let me know it would be okay. And God has proven himself in this. For example, my son, who had been off track for a long while, seeking enjoyment in the world, getting into trouble, little did we know that God used his bad choices for good, because now he is free from that life. He has become a strong believer and follower of Jesus Christ and has written two books while he was in jail and is heavily involved in ministering to others who have had the same struggles. He is a new creature with Christ. He's a living, breathing, testifying son of the one and only Almighty God, and his desire is to spend the rest of his life helping others to come to know him too and to overcome the things that are hindering them from living the life that they were intended to live. Also, God used my experiences with my son for me to learn things for me to share with others As mentioned in a previous episode, I was given a job at a men's homeless shelter and sober living facility, and part of the job was to minister to men who had similar struggles that our family had been going through. I hated drugs and all the problems they caused, yet I was being placed by God to minister to these other men, and since then I've been able to help others by being involved with the Celebrate Recovery program. Had I not gone through some of these things, I wouldn't have been able to relate or to see these people as someone's much-loved son and family member. I might have judged them and wouldn't have been able to help them to see how their family was feeling while dealing with these issues or to let them know that they were not alone. I couldn't have helped with these others had I not learned something by going through similar things myself first. I share this to explain that while we are in the midst of our problem, everything seems hopeless. But rest assured, with God's instruction, guidance, love, and mercy, we will find favor and peace will be restored as promised in Isaiah 61. I'm going to read it to you and then we will close with a prayer for you. And my prayer is that you will be encouraged, that God is with you, you are not alone, And even what you're going through can be used to bring Him glory by helping others you encounter throughout your day or for you to be more prepared and more quickly overcome your storm next time. Isaiah 61, The Lord's Favor The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to preserve those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Be encouraged, my friends. Stay on course. You are a tree of righteousness. You are being planted by the Lord himself, and he will be magnified and glorified because of you, and you will be rewarded for your faithfulness. Matthew twenty-four thirty-five says, Heaven and earth will pass away, 
but my words will never pass away. So I say, get you some word, get you some scriptures on your heart and use those to manipulate the busy highway of life and the storms that at times surround you. One order of business before I pray. If you enjoy our podcast, we ask that you like and share on your social media sites as that would help us to be able to continue our podcast. Now let me pray for you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Until next time, Godspeed.